Hi, friends. This is our last episode with the mismatched mic situation going on. Uh, we hope you'll give it a listen anyway. Fantastic episode coming at you right now. Hey, I'm Kristen. And I'm Amanda. We love a good story. And we especially love to laugh. It's an easy way to keep it tight and burn some calories. <laughs> Welcome to Tell Me More. Hello, hello. Thanks for being back at the Tell Me More podcast. Kristen, you said you wanted us to change our name to the TNA podcast? A and T? Oh, and that won't work. No, okay. No. But I feel like we have those assets. <laughs> I feel like you have the assets to do it. Combined, yes. we are the perfect woman. Okay, our theme this week, do you remember what it is? Yes, celebrity signings or like interactions. Celebrity meetings, interactions. At first I was thinking, I don't have any of these. And then I remembered. I have a story I'll share with you in a little bit. But first, I want to read to you a story that my friend Evan shared with me. Um, And I love this story because I was there. So Evan says, To preface this story, you need to know something about me. I have no problem talking with and complimenting random strangers. A woman has a gorgeous dress? I'll tell her she looks fabulous in it. A baby has the best Michelin man thighs? I am most definitely telling its parents that. A teenager has cool glasses? I will tell them. But out of everything, I especially love to compliment hair. I am always on the lookout for people with fantastic hair specifically older individuals with pure white hair. It was fall break, 2016, 2017, I don't know. And neither I nor Amanda, that's me, had any vacation plans. So we decided to do a staycation and do fun things around Salt Lake. After a full day of who knows what, we decided to go to Trader Joe's in downtown Salt Lake. We got to the middle of the store and then parted ways. So we had separated. I'm not sure... Evan was down one aisle, and I was down another. By the way, I love Trader Joe's in person. Yes. She says, I meandered the aisles for a bit, turned a corner, and there at the end of the aisle was the most beautiful head of hair I'd ever seen in my entire life. An older gentleman wearing a suit with his back to me, accompanied by his wife who had short, dark hair. I pushed my shopping cart right up to them with the intention of telling them how much I simply adored their hair. I got to them and said, pardon me. And when I turned, I let out what could only be described as a scream. I screamed, maybe yelped, not because I was scared, but because I was caught so off guard. Standing before me were Dieter and Harriet Uchtdorf. Oh, yes. And and if you don't know who that is, um, Dieter F. Uchtdorf is a leader in our church, so it's like... My grandma calls him the silver box, and she's gotten mad. Yeah, it's like meeting one of the Pope's assistants. I'm sure they have a name that I am butchering, but it's like meeting a religious... It's it's kind of like meeting a celebrity, right? A local celebrity. Um, I didn't know what to say to them, so I just said what I had planned on saying to them before I realized who they were. Uh, hi, uh... I just wanted to come tell you that you have beautiful hair. Can I shake your hand? The white-haired man laughed and took my hand. He said thanks and then introduced his wife. I said, hi, I really like your hair too. And then I ran away. 
A few moments later, I turned the corner and found Amanda. She said, you'll never believe who's in here. I wailed, I know, I just yelled at him. Amanda was obviously confused, and I filled her in on the previous minutes of my life. The following year, I saw him again at a large event I was volunteering at. I tried to stay away from him. Not that he'd remember our interaction, but more like I didn't want to get caught off guard again and awkwardly raise my voice. The tables in the event room were really close to each other, and it was difficult to navigate around everyone. I was clearing a table of used plates and cups, and then took a step back to maneuver around a guest, and I backed right into someone. I turned around and found myself face-to-face with dear old Dieter. Oops. Uh, And she continues, President Oaks also once accidentally sat in my lap, but I'll save that story for another time. Another leader of our church. (laughs) So, I don't know what it is. Aren't those fun celebrity sightings? Yeah. And, like, celebrities, not really, but also, like, growing up, they're people you see on TV twice a year at General Conference when we watch church messages on TV. You know, they're the ones talking to you, so. So, my friend Laurie Ann has been seen celebrities at Disneyland. Uh Uh-huh. Uh huh. She didn't have a choice. So, so sorry, Lorianne. But she says that she saw Christian Bale on Splash Mountain. And I asked, like, was he like stoic, like Batman going down that steep waterfall? And he said he, would, she, he looked like he was grinning like a little boy. So cute. He was having so much fun with the kids. So precious. I know. Yeah, that's awesome. She saw Rob Schneider at Toontown. And Rob Schneider, the hot girl. Yeah. Yeah. It's me, Jessica. <laughs> and Heidi Klum and Seal when they were together. Yeah. And we discussed that. I don't know why he has his cars on his face. Something happened. I don't remember. Beautiful man. Beautiful man. Mm-hmm. I like he took scars and made, made them, them beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Morgan Freeman's moles on his cheeks. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so my brother Joel, when he was a tween, let's say, um, some family friends of ours, the dad is a marble layer, does marble work in homes, and Joel was tagging along with the son. So there's these two tween boys, and then the dad who's doing marble work um, for Danny Glover's house. And so, yeah, Danny Glover, like Angels in the Outfield, Danny Glover. Like lethal weapon. Yes, yes. So apparently Danny Glover had a house in Portland. They were doing um, the marble work. And they weren't expecting him to be home, but he was. And so Danny Glover, they said he was really nice. My brother Joel said he was really nice. He talked to us for a little bit. And he fed us veggie dogs and plums. So he he ate veggie dogs and plums at Danny Glover's house. Isn't that adorable? Uh, we had a lo- another listener that said, I saw Stephen Baldwin at LAX once at security, oh, once at security, and then again at our gate. And he went out of his way to tell us he thought our daughter was adorable. Oh, Isn't that so nice when you have celebrities that are just kind? Stephen Baldwin, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's those paparazzi everywhere. 
while she saw herself on TMZ. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I once was on a flight with Jesse Metcalf. I don't know if you know who that is. Um, Jesse Metcalf. Yes, and he was in. John Tucker Must Die is what I most remember him for. But he was also in Desperate Housewives, yes, that TV he was show. The, yes, he was so the people were freaking out, and like people from the back of the plane where I was sitting were like going up to the front to try and take pictures of him. But, guy. you know, yeah. Um, I got to meet a celebrity when I was a little kid, but it was a local celebrity. His name is Ramblin' Rod. Do you know what I'm talking about? Any of my Portland friends who are around my age will know who Ramblin' Rod is. Sounds like a a morbid adult. No, (laughs) it sounds creepy. He was not creepy. He was amazing. He wore a fishing vest covered in different pins and he like hosted this show that kids would show up to. I think we sat on like a little pirate boat or something. Or maybe it was just regular old benches. I can't remember. But he would like host this little show and then play some cartoons and then have a little more of the show and then play some more cartoons. It was just a local TV show. And I got to be on it. And at one point, the camera like scans through all the kids in the in the audience. And he'll interview us and ask us where we're from and... Um, it was very exciting. A very exciting claim to fame to say that I was on Ramblin' Rod. Like, yeah, I was on Ramblin' Rod. Somewhere we had a recording, but I don't know where it is now. Yeah. On VHS. It's exactly like that. It is exactly like that. I totally know what you're talking about. When Michael Scott says, what does he want to be when he grows up? A dad? Oh. Ramblin' Rod just asked me where I'm from, and I said, um, Milwaukee. Ramblin' Rod Landers? Yeah. You Googled it. Ramblin' Rod. Do you see his, like, fishing vest with the buttons? I'm not just making that up? No, no, no. Okay. Okay, good. There is a ship. I knew there was a ship. Yeah. Well, like, more like a tugboat. Mm-hmm. Love it. What happened to Rambling Rod? During his retirement, he enjoyed flying and spending time with his family. He died in 2002. Oh, uh, that was a what? Wow. That was a long time ago. A ton of volunteer work. So now I feel guilty for calling him, you know, lots of things. Lots of creepy things. Yeah. Um... Okay. Sorry, I just got a text. I got a text. Yeah, we'll okay. we'll take care of that text got in a minute. Um, I also had another listener say that they saw Bella Bixby, who is a goalie for the Portland Thorns. She saw Bella Bixby at Costco a few days after she had made a goal. She's a goalie, and she made a goal for her team. Only the second goalie in the National Women's Soccer League to ever do that. Ever. So she had like left the goal and gone up to the opponent's goal and made a goal. Or I don't know exactly. But yeah, isn't that amazing? So amazing athlete. I mean, you can't even. (sighs) Women's soccer is amazing. It's just awesome. It's insane. Anyway, um, 
it was my mom, the person who saw Bella Bixby at Costco. So she ran up to her and was like, I was at that game. I saw that goal. That was so awesome. What a great play. And so, yeah. Isn't that fun? Really that. Yeah. Isn't that cool? I agree. Yeah. Yes. Also, my friend Lorianne, because she's a celebrity magnet, uh-huh. said that she was at a birthday party at this Mindy Selene restaurant, and she saw Blossom. Like, while she was Blossom. While she was Blossom. Yeah. Not jealous. Fantastic. Speaking of Blossom, Miam Bialik. Yes. She has a show called Call Me Cat, and it's pretty funny. Oh, but it, is very it was really funny. It was, it, like, yes, I just think she's adorable. Yeah, all the things about her are adorable. Okay, um, Kristen, you mentioned in an earlier episode that you worked at a very fancy, schmancy, top secret. It was not. Oh, it was canceled. Sorry. Dang it. Yes. Okay. Um, it was just a private resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Nobody ever knew about this place or knew that you had worked there? It started to get a little more popular by the time I left, but not a lot of people knew about it. Okay. Um, It's just this beautiful hidden treasure. You can afford to stay for a couple nights called Cordoval. Cordoval, but it looks like Corde Valley. Cordoval. Yeah, C-O-R-D-E-V-A-L-L-E. Uh-huh. Yes, he mentioned. Um, I, Mr. Ford. Mr. Ford. Uh huh. America Ferrara. Uh huh. Yeah. Cherry Rice. Cherry Rice. Steve Young. There was like a bunch of people that I met, a lot of famous golfers. Hey, really quickly, Steve Young, didn't you say he was in your friend's ward? Yes, he was a really nice man. Yeah. Like, you can't talk? Yeah. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Um, Jerry Rice and Steve Young have this incredible foundation called, I think it's called Forever Young. Oh. Every year it's to benefit, I think, a Boys and Girls Club. Excellent. It's an incredible charity. And every year um, they, so I get to see them every year, and it was really fun. You see Jerry Rice dancing with people and taking pictures with them because he was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah. Jerry Rice, the football player, yes? Okay. Um, then he, um, and then he was, and Steve Young talks about how Jerry Rice pulls up in this gorgeous sports car. Uh-huh. And Steve Young pulls up in his, in his little hybrid, what is Prius? Prius <laughs> that have, like, graham crackers in the back. Oh. But, yeah. And he also tells another story that, um, one time he went to go change his son's diaper and he was like, there was no changing table. He didn't know how to change his son's diaper. So he realized, I'm going to just do a wall sit. <gasps> so he goes, wow. Sit, and by the way, if you saw his beauty, he was strong, a wall sit. strong hamstrings. Yeah, that's it. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Sure. And apparently he was changing his baby's diaper. Well, while ass, sitting. While well, while sitting. Because he didn't have like, That is talent. Diaper. Yes. And these guys walk in and they're just staring at him. And he's like, I look crazy. I look crazy. And mm-hmm. he's thinking, oh my gosh, these guys think I'm crazy right now. And that I'm literally doing a wall sit and changing di- this diaper. My baby's diaper. And he got his baby fixed up. And he re- and the guys were like, you're Steve Young. Like, they didn't even care. <laughs> they didn't even care. No. They just thought they were Steve Young. But yeah, he gets me getting. Okay, so. Yeah, go for it. Sorry. No. Not even like a big football player. I don't know. But you just like Steve Young. Yeah. yeah. Are you the kind of person, granted, when you've had a lot of celebrity sightings, you've been like working but are you the kind of person that would go up to a celebrity if you saw them? Like, let's say you saw a celebrity in the airport or something. Would you go up to them and talk to them? Okay. If they're, if they're kids, I don't think I would. Yeah. I do not think I would. If they're sitting there and nobody's around, yes. Okay. Right? And compliment maybe a work that they did that I would really appreciate. But if they're with their family, hands off. Yeah. Hands off. Because if I'm, a, like, as a mom, I would not want strangers coming up to me with my kids. Mm-hmm. So, no. So... Last summer, George and I were at a wedding reception, and sorry to bring up another LDS celebrity, um, but um, D. Todd Christofferson was there, who again is another leader of our church, in case you're like, I don't know that name, but he's another leader of our church, and George was super, he does have great hair, and I just really like him. I really, again, for, for those of you who don't have any context, um, these leaders of our church, we hear from them at least twice a year um, in like a general broadcast that our church does, but also like they'll share other messages throughout the year and stuff like that. So certain leaders, you just kind of connect with the messages that they share and you just kind of get to know their personalities a little bit. And I really like him. He also um, was a missionary in Argentina. So I kind of have that connection with him and I just, I really like him. So yeah, I should, except he's already married. Um, he was there with his wife and I actually saw his wife first. She was dancing and I'm like, why do I know this lady with the red hair? Why does she look so familiar with me? And then I saw D. Todd Christofferson and I was like, oh, now I get it. I don't know. You'd have to Google it while I finish telling the story. So George was like, I want to go up and talk to him. I want to go up and talk to him. And I kept saying like, don't you dare. Don't you dare leave him alone. Because for me, like, he just wants to be at this wedding reception. He doesn't want to. David Todd. Maybe he just, I don't know. Maybe he just grew up going by Todd. David Todd. So yeah, just different strokes for different folks. George really wanted to go talk to him. I was like, absolutely not. His wife definitely danced to some spicy Latin music and was just having a blast. And she was so cute and adorable. And I want to be her friend. Yeah. Um, another LDS sighting. Oh. My sister was visiting one of her favorite mission companions. Uh huh. And um, her, they went to their ward. All of a sudden, there was like this guy that was super familiar. Uh huh. And she was just like, "Who is this guy?" And my friends, and, and her friends like, "Oh yeah, that's Brother Oswald," which they, I guess, knew since they were little kids. And she's like, "Do you want me to introduce him to you?" My sister was like, <laughs> <laughs> like myself, by the way. 
and they're like, no, it's not a big deal. Just, you know, just say hi. I don't think he would mind it. And my sister was like, I'm going to sit in the back and just stare. I can't. I can't. It was Donny Osmond? Donny freaking Osmond. And my mother is extremely stupid. <clears throat> and I could see her, like, giggling. I could literally see her if she was there at that moment. Mm-hmm. What would she say to him? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'd, even if it was a celebrity that I was, like, super into and super excited to see, I almost, I don't know what I would say. I would probably compliment if I saw, I would, if it was, like, a role-playing situation. Uh-huh. I would compliment them on the work that really, I really appreciated. Yeah. Like, if they did a certain movie, I would compliment how they played that role. Or I love this song of yours, or, yeah, like, okay. I think that that's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Can you give me your address? Would you put me in your will? Yeah. Okay. To end, I have one more story. Do you have any other celebrity sightings? We got everything on your list. Okay. I don't think I've ever told you this story, so I hope you'll enjoy. Um, where I grew up, there was a meteorologist that everybody knew was gorgeous. He was the local meteorologist for Channel 2 News. I'm pretty sure um pretty sure it was Channel 2 News. His name was Rob Marciano and he's actually on like national news now. He's a national news meteorologist probably cuz he's so good looking. They were like, "Let's put him in front of the camera more." Rob Marciano. <clears throat> um my friend Tammy and I had joked about knowing him for a while. So when one day he came to our school to present to the science classes about meteorology, we were like super stoked that Rob Marciano was coming to our school. Did she say it like that too? Probably. Rob Marciano. If you could understand, like he's gorgeous. We were so excited. Um, so he was coming to the auditorium. And we just happened to be in the auditorium for the class previous. And so we're like getting ready to leave the theater for our drama class. And as we're walking out, we're like thinking about how Rob Marciano is going to be showing up at our school. And Tammy and I would kind of feed off each other, kind of banter off each other. And so we're joking about how Rob and I go way back. And I'm telling Tammy how, oh, our family's vacation together in the Hamptons and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so then I had commented on how in real life he had recently gotten married. And I'm telling Tammy, I said, at first I was like, who is this girl? And why is she marrying my Rob? And then I turn around and Rob Marciano is standing behind me. He was standing behind me and I just looked at him. He was looking at us kind of confused, like questioning. And I just ran straight past him out of the auditorium, pretty much I booked it halfway down the school before I stopped running. And then I could like catch my breath and kind of giggle about it and laugh about it. But in the moment I was dying because I don't know. I mean, he must have just gotten there. He, who knows if he even knew, he probably knew we were talking about him, <laughs> but I like trying to make myself feel better. Like no big deal. So if you're ever watching 
national news meteorology and you see Rob Marciano. Are you Googling him now? Um, yes. You need to look him up. R-O-B-M-A-R-C-I-A-N-O. Rob Marciano. He's the best looking meteorologist I've ever seen in my life. Uh huh. Do you understand? I understand everything. And I'm really kind of sad that I wasn't in that science class to be able to hear him be a guest speaker at Rex Putnam High School. He's not real. He's good looking, huh? Rob Marciano. So Rob Marciano knows there's some delusional girl out there. Back before he was like super famous, like not just Portland famous. He's on Good Morning America. Oh, well, there you go. Everybody's going to be looking him up now. So um, if anybody asks, listeners, me and Rob Marciano, our families, the Sprazoffs and the Marcianos, used to vacation in the Hamptons together. We just go way back. We've been friends since we were little kids. Um, We used to jump on the trampoline together and bike races. What? but I am married. We've got some single friends. We can, we can hook him up. Don't we? Rob Marciano. (laughs) Rob Marciano. So that's it for our celebrity stories. I think we need to do this one again, because I know there are more celebrity run-ins out there, but I hope you appreciated some. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you remember his name? No. Okay. His last name was Bones. Oh, okay. I don't know why I remember that. Okay. Oh, I remember the point. (laughs) (laughs) Is it appropriate for the podcast? No. Okay. Um, But he was interviewing. I did, I was in water polo and he was interviewing me uh, because he took a, I think he took a picture and he interviewed me and he was asking for my number, which he was actually, so I gave him my phone. He's actually asking for my cap number. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, you, of course you did. You were hoping. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, we would really love it if you shared it with your friends so we get some more people laughing along with us. And yeah. So if you have not followed us yet on Instagram, please do. We put some funny additional content related to our episodes there on Insta. You can also answer some of our prompts because we'd love to share your stories with the world. Oh my goodness. Kristen just threw a phone at me. Yeah. She wants to hear from you so bad. She threw her phone. Yeah. Okay. We'll catch you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you subscribed and gave us a rating or review. We'll have another episode next Tuesday, but until then, be sure to join us on Instagram at tellmemohor.